0: there and thanks for joining me on today's podcast the topic is addiction opioids uh, addiction particularly ha- having to do with painkillers sleeping pills and um, the like but um, there are many many different ways of being addicted drug addiction is just one of those cigarette addiction alcohol addiction that's also a drug by the way uh, shopping addiction uh, eating addiction uh, buying addiction, gambling addiction, sexual addiction, on and on and on goes the list. Well, this is much longer than when I first started in the field of addiction and working in it and working with people who are addicted. My um, work as a clinical psychologist goes back to the mid-1960s and where I started to work with people who are addicted and teaching ways to become unaddicted and teaching people how to... Uh, consume an addictive substance responsibly if at all that could be done and there are some people who can do that and we've had many research studies that I've been part of that have tried to teach people to consume a uh, beverage in a uh, respectful way and in a non-addictive manner but most people cannot do that and uh, the addiction pattern is really one that's so intense so strong that they really have to terminate the use of that particular substance or that particular addictive activity. Now, we are in a point in time in our nation's history, when we're in a crisis, we have the excessive use of pain medication and sleeping medication to the point that we are uh, adding scores of people to the addiction list of people who are addicted to these kinds of medications. And uh, as a result of that, their lives have been not only changed, but many lives have been ruined, uh, totally ruined, and uh, live a life of total dependency and addiction to that particular substance. Vicodin is one pain medication that would fall under this particular uh, category, we're going to talk about Vicodin uh, today uh, in, in this podcast, you know, an addiction. And uh, what I'd like to do is just kind of point out a research study that was done, you uh, know, University of Utah, and published in the Journal of Behavioral Brain Research. And this is an important study because it shows us kind of how addiction sets in, how, how a person becomes addicted, and then how a person lives an addictive life. And then, thirdly, how a person lives and behaves if that addictive substance is no longer available, you know, to them. Uh, so this is a very profound study that was done. And uh, these particular researchers from the University of Utah set up a fish tank, and the fish tank had two divisions or two parts to it. The bottom of one part was painted white. And the bottom of the other part, or the other half, was painted yellow. They filled it full of water. And they got some fish called the zebra fish, zebra fish, because they were very similar to humans. They have the cellular structure, the brain structure, somewhat similar uh, to humans. So there was a, a reason they particularly selected the zebra fish. And they put these zebra fish in this fish tank. And, um... What they did was to let the fish just swim around and become familiar with the fish tank on the white side and on the yellow side and the white side and the yellow side. And then after a little while, they introduced a a variation to it. When the fish swam on the yellow side, a little pellet of food was released into the water and the fish could eat that pellet of food. So the food was provided on the yellow side only, but not on the white side. And until the fish swam for a period of time, days and weeks, they became very accustomed to swimming on the yellow side and getting their food, eating their food, and then kind of being happy little fish, if you will. Well, then the rules of the game changed. What they introduced was this, that on the yellow side, no longer was food presented uh, to them when they swam on that side, but when they swam over a little sensor, a little uh, electronic sensor in the water, not it was just food uh, uh, released to them, but now a little pellet of food with Vicodin in it. So in other words, they were given the drug Vicodin. And when they swam on the yellow side and swam over that little sensor, released then was that little pellet of food with Vicodin in it. So now they were getting Vicodin. Every time they swam on that side, they had to go over that sensor. In other words, they had to swim over a particular area of that side of the box. And they did that over and over and over and over again for weeks. And um, what they found was is that these fish would swim more and more and more in that area of that sensor. And some fish swam over that sensor as many as 2,000 times in a swimming period of time, while they were out swimming. Others swam a little bit less, but they focused their swimming time near that sensor so that they would go over the sensor and that little pellet of food with Vicodin in it would be released and they would get their drug Vicodin. And uh, they did that for, you know, five days and for about an hour every day. Uh, for weeks, they did that. And then what they did after that, they wanted to see what the effect would be if they took Vicodin away. Now, we know Vicodin is a pain uh, substance, reducing substance, and we know that it's addictive, very addictive. And uh, we wanted to see what happened to the fish. Did they become addicted or not? Well, here's how you tell. Now the rule was changed. The fish could swim on the yellow side and you go over that sensor, but this time no food and no Vicodin was released. In other words, they did not get their drug for the day. No Vicodin was released at all. And then they watched these fish. And these fish swam over and over and over and over that area where the sensor was. In other words, they became obsessed with swimming in that particular area of the box, of that uh, fish box, in the hopes of getting a Vicodin in the hopes of getting a released little pill of Vicodin. But none would come. So they became almost insane as they swam over that area 2,000 times and more on a given swimming period of time of an hour. In other words, back and forth, back and forth, hoping to trigger that sensor and get their shot or get their Vicodin for the day. But no Vicodin would be produced. So then what they did is they washed the fish after the swimming period of time, and they got no Vicodin. Now they didn't get any Vicodin for five days in a row. And then they just watched the fish and see how they performed, how they behaved themselves, now having no Vicodin. And they found these fish to just go crazy. They became very anxious. They became attacking to each other. They became aggressive. They became very agitated. They swam in unusual patterns. Jerky patterns, irregular patterns, they kept going to that sensor, looking for that pill to come. More and more, they'd go back to it and go back to it and go back to it, but yet no pill would come. In other words, they became obsessed to get that shot of Vicodin in that particular swimming episode, but none would come, and they just became extremely neurotic fish, if you will, and high degrees of agitation, high degrees of anxiety, high degrees of irritability, and aggressive and violent behavior. So then what they did, they changed the rules just a little bit. They took the water out of the pool, except for just a little bit of water at the bottom. Now, fish normally, the zebra fish normally, would not swim in shallow water because they don't want to hurt themselves and scrape themselves at the bottom. So they would just kind of... St- swim in a still manner and kind of just stay in one little corner. But these fish that were addicted swam over and over and over and over again in that shallow water, hurting themselves, skinning themselves, if you will, because they did not have the usual patterns of behavior that fish have when they are in a high-risk or uh, high-dangerous kind of situation. And they just found that these fish were Uh, disregarding their own welfare, their own health, their own body, if you will, in the hopes of getting that Vicodin. They were obsessed with getting that Vicodin, even when the water was very shallow and they had to swim in very shallow water, uh, as if they were uh, going to have no water to swim in whatsoever. So um, they became endless objects of frustration despair and anxiety now that's what addiction is all about that's what addiction is all about you give a pill such as vicodin and uh fentanyl is another one and uh, we do that same thing for heroin addiction when we give them uh a substitute uh, drug for the heroin uh so um uh, There's all kinds of ways that we give drugs to people uh, who are in that stage of addiction. In some cases, we try to get them addicted to a different drug so they can go off the main drug of addiction. But often they don't. They just now become addicted to that substitute drug, such as methadone. So now they become addicted to methadone in the hopes that we're giving methadone so they get off of heroin. Um, So what we find is that fish are like people when they start to become addicted they seek that drug they seek that drug they seek that drug and they'll work hard for that drug they'll endlessly work they'll tirelessly work to get that particular drug we saw that in these fish even swimming 2,000 times over a particular sensor trying to get that drug you say so they'll just endlessly work to get that drug and they'll do anything they'll do anything in their power to get that drug even swim over very shallow water and hurt their bodies to get that drug but if you take that drug away they say become anxious become nervous become aggressive they could become uh, restless they become violent they attack each other i mean they become fish that are abnormal in their behavior patterns in the way that they treat each other and the way they even treat themselves And all in the hopes of getting that drug or wanting that drug and then living a life without the drug once they're addicted. They cannot do that. And that's what drug addiction is all about. People who seek drugs endlessly, a particular drug, marijuana, heroin, methamphetamine, alcohol, cigarettes, you know, whatever it might be, seek it. Seek it over and over and over and over and over again, become drug seeking people, engaging in drug seeking behavior. And then if that drug does not come, if they can't get it, they'll act in strange ways in the hopes of getting it. And in real life they become subject to crime and violence and attack upon each other and stealing from each other and hurting each other and uh, just disregarding each other, becoming very anxious and very nervous and irritable and agitated when they can't get that drug. And that's what an addict is all about. When that drug does not come to that addict, that's the way they behave. And humans can make it very violent, can make it very agitated, and make it very hard and, and painful for other people and hurtful for other people. So addiction is not a good thing. You can be a fish and get addicted. (laughs) You can drink like a fish and get addicted, you see. And all these various kinds of addictions, they all have that same pattern of behavior. You seek the drug. You seek the high. You seek the adrenaline rush. You seek it. That's what you want. That's what you've got to have. And then if you don't get it, you go into this fit. You go into a temper tantrum. You go into this kind of behavior that is just agitated and irritable and restless and hurtful and aggressive and violent and attacking everybody else in the hopes of getting something that you want. So if you're addicted, take heed. Get into an AA program. Get into a treatment program in a hospital. Get into a treatment program in a clinic. Get into a therapy program with a therapist who is trained and has the ability to treat people with addiction but don't overlook that you're in a tough spot and it's not going to get easier. You're not going to just grow out of it. It's not going to just go away. You're going to have to get yourself into therapy and therapize away your addiction. Stay in therapy until you got that thing under control and you got that thing out of your life and you can live a life free of that bondage of addiction. Well, anyway, that's been the psychology report for today. Nice to have you with me, and uh, go to my website, booksbyhedberg.com, and I'd love to have you pick up one of the books, and pick up the one on health care, Achieving and Living a Healthy Lifestyle in a World of Stress. In that book, I talk about addiction, and talk about some of the problems related to this kind of behavior pattern, among other health-related problems. So that's a great book for you, and I would recommend that you pick that one up, Achieving and Living a Healthy Lifestyle in a World of Stress. The website is booksbyhedberg.com. All right, bye for now.